Oh, hello. It's me again. How you doing? It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's. Why, why is it so low? Why is it so low? Tucson's most stimulated call. God. Now you're a wise guy. I love it. I love it. See, that's why we work. Right? I thought I worked for the check. And hard for that, the money. That's a good point, Ryan. That is, that's, a, that's a very good point. You better treat me right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. Oh, okay. Does that work hard for I'm you? I'm down with that. That's funny. Uh, there are... I try, you, you, you but not do. hard enough. You do try. <laughs> and, but don't mistake effort for accomplishment. My favorite quote. No offense. Uh, three things that I think you need to know. Oh, where do you... I mean, where do you want to start with this stuff? This is... This is incredible stuff. All right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll go. The, you know the, the big story? The big story, of course, is the fact that uh, the media continues to freak out over something that has happened under Obama and Bush and Clinton, which is separating family. And for not for a while, by the way, hey, we'll get into all this stuff, but they are freaking out about this. The media is freaking out. Lawmakers are freaking out. Republicans are now abandoning Trump in certain aspects, which is going to be to their detriment. Their detriment. And I'll explain that coming up. Uh, the Republicans are starting to say, we can't have this zero tolerance policy. Can anybody actually just explain what it is? Because once you do, it's so easy. It's so simple. Uh, anyway, so, and there was audio of kids crying that was released. I'll play it for you. What do you expect the audio is going to be? Wait to hear the background, by the way, the lady that released the audio. Oh, boy. They went to a detention center. Kids are crying. Uh, that's what's going to change everything? I don't think so. The media still doesn't get it. Well, I'll get to that. I think I have audio of my kids crying. Well, there you go. Yeah, mine too. Give me anything? Mine too. Probably not. Hmm. Probably not. Actually, they, they would. if your kids cry and these Democrats hear it, they will definitely take your kids away and say it's the right thing to do. This, not so much. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Gallup released its latest weekly poll. Trump tied the highest level of his presidency. His approvals are 45%. I would probably add 10. Any poll, you add 10 because of the anti-Trump factor in the way its methodology is done and people don't admit it. So I would add 10. That's just me. So that's the, I mean, people are liking what's going on. There's no two ways about it. They are liking what is going on. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, today's the day where the Pima County Board of Supervisors are going to vote to either implement a sales tax, it's going to fail. By the way, it's got to be unanimous. It'll probably pa- it'll probably fail three to two. Uh, they're going to do that. They're going to they're going to try to um, get that thing going because they claim that's what's going to be used to fix the road money. Of course, the money's not even guaranteed to be used for the roads. Supervisor Dick Elias actually already wrote in. He wants three million of it to go to poor people because they'll be taxed regressively and unfairly, according to him. Okay, great. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, we'll have Allie Miller on at 710. Talk about that, the road money, and what Dick Elias is actually one of the big things he's going to do today, which has absolutely nothing to do with the roads or anything that you care about. Uh, Dick Elias apparently thinks he's making a big difference. This guy is literally he's bonkers, man. Dude's, I mean, a total loser, a disaster. Believe me. Anyway, that was Trump. I mean, I can't do a good Trump, but there's this Trump uh, verbiage. So here's here's the situation. This is what I, I I'm seeing these stories. I wanted to absorb this for a day, and there are some stories. Washington Times has a story. Republicans abandoned Trump, demand end to zero tolerance border policy. Again, I thought it was hilarious that Laura Bush 
wrote an op-ed about that when her husband actually did the same damn thing. Michelle Obama liked. She retweeted Laura, Laura Bush's uh, link to the, her op-ed. Her husband did the same thing. We talked about it yesterday. The article from the Washington Post, March 11th, 2015. Obama holds kids, Mexican kids, uh, for punishment for crossing the border illegally. Holds them for months. No outrage. No outrage. Right? Zero. Uh, but I, I see this. You know, Ted Cruz is all of a sudden, we got to end this. We got to put the families in jail together. Whatever. That may, that's no matter what. Here's the these stupid Republicans and Ted Cruz. Now, I like Ted Cruz, but for all the people that were like, oh, Ted Cruz is the greatest and he's the this. And I knew he had no chance of beating Hillary because he was going to scare off a lot of the country. Um, and that's just the way. Well, fair, unfair. I'm just telling you the way it is. Um, however, even Ted Cruz is uh, falling victim to this garbage. You really think, Ted, that if you actually get this bill passed where you stop separating the kids, but then you you put the mom, the dad, and the kids, or just the mom and the kids together in a detention facility, you think that's going to satisfy the crazies? No, it's not going to. And shame on you, Ted Cruz, for being stupid enough to fall for this crap. Here's here's the, the, the media still doesn't get it. Swamp Republicans still don't get it. And the Democrats still don't get it. The people of America are sick and tired of being taken advantage of when it comes to illegal immigration. We're sick and tired of our kids' classes going to 35, 40, 45 kids because we're being inundated by either unaccompanied minors, by people bringing their kids over, and they think that since they have some violence in their country, they have the right to come over here. La-di-da, no big deal. And then we have to pay for them. We are literally allowing poverty to come in. These people have fourth-grade education levels. They are going to be on the government dime for the rest of their lives. We get to pay for this crap. And then we look around, we see our roads are garbage. Teachers have to pay for their own school supplies. Get ready, teachers. You're going to have to pay for more of them. Unless you stand up this red for red crap and you say, I've had enough. We can't have this. These classes are too big. Guess what? Who's going to pay for all these people coming here? We are literally importing poverty. So, um... Whereas you have now some Republicans abandoning Trump and the media trying to pile on, this is just going to embolden Trump because the people of this country, of course we have hearts. Of course we don't want to see kids getting taken away from their parents and blah, blah. It's not even as bad as they thought it was. You know how many kids have been taken away from their parents? Even Diane Feinstein admitted this. You know how many? 2,500. Well, that's 2,500. That's a lot. You're coming to, you know what people, you know what people really think about this? And it goes across party lines. I mean, you have wackos on the left that no matter what, you know, they want borders open, everything. Of course, they want the fence up at their house. Don't let them in my house. Don't put them in my neighborhood, but let them in. However, however, you know what most Americans think about this? I like the Trump for a reason. I'm sick and tired of politicians standing up for people from all over the world and not Americans. We can't afford this. We're $21 trillion in debt. You know what? You come here illegally, you're going to pay the price. That's what people think. And you have everybody that has to put a caveat out there now. Well, we all have hearts. We don't want to see this. And nobody wants this. But you know what? I think there actually are quite a, a number of people that say, if you come here illegally, you are going to be separated from your child. That's it. And you know what? I don't feel bad about that because you're breaking our laws. You know, you break our laws when you steal a car, when you rob a bank. And when you get caught, you'll be separated from your child. 
That's the way people think of this. So where all of a sudden the media is trying to run with the narrative and Republicans who are complete wimps, and I'm not saying they're going against the president's agenda, they're just literally political wimps. I mean, they have no backbone. I'm surprised they can walk upright. They have nothing. They've already kowtowed. And they don't, they're too stupid to realize Trump got elected because people don't care anymore. We're desensitized. He said, a tape was released a month before the election where he said you can grab women by the, <clears throat> and they're okay with it. And the country gave him 306 electoral votes because the country said, I don't give a crap what he said to Billy Bush in the background. He's a celebrity. You know, he's not, the, he's not an angel, and we know that. But you know what? He's going to do his best to build a damn wall. He's going to cut taxes. We're going to get business going again. He's going to kill terrorists. We're going to be respected again. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So people have said, I've had enough of this stuff. And you know what? They don't care. They literally don't care anymore. Got to be honest with you. I don't care. Do I want kids separated? No, but you know what I don't want also? People crossing the border illegally. And then we have to pay for all this stuff. And what are we importing? Are they criminals? Are they not criminals? We don't know who they are. We don't know what disease they're bringing in. We have no idea. And they get dumped in cities like Tucson. Where again, teachers are already overworked, underpaid. Teachers should be standing up for this and saying, I can't do my job if I'm going to have 15 kids added to my class that can't speak a lick of English. Can't contact parents. We don't know who the parents are. We don't know who the guardians are. But pay us more money. Enough is enough. So I think that this is going to literally, if the Republicans have backbone, this will help them. This is such a setup. And you want to know, I mean, we talked about it yesterday, and then uh, apparently Rush after this, after this show, said the same thing. This is made up to distract us from the great economic news. North Korea, this is what I said. You heard it, Ryan. You were here. You know, I know this is a giant setup. Listen to Mike Barnacle on The End of the World This Morning on Morning Joe on MSNBC. Which one? Let's play 84. Okay, good. 84. Listen to what Mike... Listen, yeah. I mean, we have such unbelievable sound bites today. Listen, listen to Mike Barnacle this morning on Morning Joe. Here we go. And politically, Michael, mm-hmm. I would estimate, think, guess that it's political malpractice because in an, with a, a booming economy, with no matter what you think of what, what took place in Singapore, mm-hmm. a president meeting with the North Korean dictator to resolve yep. some nuclear yep. issues and the threat of war, they're not concentrating on that. They're being branded now mm, with these pictures, pictures that every American has seen. The pictures now yeah. coming with a soundtrack yeah. of children crying. And that's what they're defending rather than their record, which some people would approve of. There it is. He admitted it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, got some success with North Korea. Uh, but now we're branding it differently. We're trying to brand this to get this in people's minds. That kids are crying. Okay. Yesterday I told you it cost 34400 bucks per year per unaccompanied minor. 
for us to take care of. $34,400. Uh, Americans that are at the poverty level, the edge of poverty is 24000 bucks. So there are Americans that are struggling in poverty. And we spend more money on these other people that break our laws. That is a slap in the face. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter. People have had enough. Mm. They have had enough. Only the crazies that are yelling the loudest are the ones that are truly, uh, they're whacked out of their heads, but they're the ones that are more upset. There are others, I'm telling you, that they don't want to say it loudly because they feel like people are going to judge them. I personally don't care. There are some that don't care. There are some that don't care. Right? But I'm telling you, if you talk to someone and you ask them about this and nobody else is around, they're going to say, I'm sick of this crap. They're coming here illegally. Yeah. Do what you can to stop them. We have more. There was an illegal alien that was asked, if you knew that you'd be separated from your kids, would you have made the journey over here? We're going to hear what that person says. We have so much to get to and to talk about. Uh, 6.40 in the morning. I'll also play for you the uh, the 24-second soundbite that was released of kids crying. Take it to my kid's daycare. Happens there, too. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like this. And you know what? It's, it's one of these things where it's like the media is talking about it, and they're building it up greater than what it actually is. You know? Greater than what it actually is. So what you have... Uh, is is like this big mythical soundbite of kids crying. When you hear it, you're going to say, that's it? That's why a lot of the times you're not even going to hear it. They just talk about it. Kids crying. The pictures that are there. This is a picture. This is, excuse me? So we'll get to all this. What do you think, though? You think this is going to be something, again, that the, the media and the Democrats and the Swamp Republicans and the, and the Wuss Republicans are too dumb to realize they still don't understand why Trump got elected? Or maybe you think I'm wrong about that. 624, we'll continue in four. It's KNST. Station. Oh, hello. What's up? 630 on this Tuesday. Oh, do we have stuff to play for you. It's going to be a good show. Just the dishonesty of... I mean, you want to talk about fake news. Dishonesty of the media. Garrett Lewis with you, by the way. Um, you're going to want to stay tuned for the entire... I mean, you should always stay tuned in tune for the entire show. 68 now, 100 for the high today. 103 tomorrow, 107 Friday, 109... Wait, 107 Thursday, 109 Friday. So it's going to be warm. Um, really quick, let's play that, uh, This just the sound bites of the uh, number 80. The audio of the kids crying at the detention center. Get this is what's going Yeah, this, I mean, okay, just, here we go. Just play it. Here we go. <laughs> That's it? I mean, there's more, but that, that's, that's it? That's all we have. Okay. If anything, I think it sounds way more subdued than most daycare. Yeah, I'm not, okay. I'm not trying to make fun. And that's why you, they, no, no, you're not, but I mean, that, that's why the media is just building it up as if it's like, because what happened yesterday is some reporter from Politico got this audio from a lady from the website ProPublica. And this lady from Politico played the audio at the press conference yesterday afternoon that was held by the Homeland Security Secretary, Kirsten Nielsen, and she couldn't even hear it, Nielsen. But the media, oh, listen to that audio. Kids cry. What the hell do you expect? 
Well, that's why you're making kids cry. That's why I'm saying, and again, I, I'd love to find out what you think. You could hit me up at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook as well. Email me, Garrett at KNSC.com. I, you know, I don't think anybody, again, this is what got the president elected. I think there are a lot of people that are like, you know what, just don't come here illegally. Tough crap, man. I'm sick of paying for this stuff. I'm sick of being taken advantage of. So this does affect me. And there's just such crazy outrage. Anyway, 632, we'll have more coming up, including the illegal alien that was asked, if you knew that you'd be separated from your kids, would you have made the trip here? Uh, We'll get to that. Some lying from the media. And then the background about the lady that got the audio from ProPublica. You got to hear her her background and her dead husband, what he did. Oh, man. Yeah, and talk about nuts with, with an angle. We'll get to that coming up. Here's Fox. It's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello, 642, three things I think you need to know. Don't forget, this is a bonus, Thursday, Beer Club for Men, Mr. Ons, 5 to 7, uh, my special guest, Kelly Ward. Dr. Kelly Ward's going to be there. You don't think that we're going to have stuff to talk about? Find out what she has to say about this whole situation? Oh, yeah. So anyway, three things I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, the outrage continues. Uh, The lying in the media about these uh, these separating kids from families. 10,000 of the 12,000 minors came here by themselves, by the way. So there's no separation going on there. 10,000 of the 12,000. That's according to Kirsten Nielsen. Are you kidding me? Uh, So we have that. And by the way, I have stories. Obama did this himself. He, He did the same thing. So did Bush. It's all there. It's all there. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Gallup weekly uh, polling out Trump's at his highest approval ever. He's had the highest level of his presidency at 45% because people are liking what is going on. And that's why the media is trying to distract you because people like the economy. They like what's going on in North, North Korea. They're trying to distract you. It's the media, the Dems. It's, they're all complicit. We talked about it yesterday. It's all there. Third thing I think you need to know, um, the Trumpster is about to stick uh, 200 billion, he may, might stick $200 billion worth of tariffs onto China. Yep, it's uh, it's real, it's there, it's happening. So stocks are down at the open, uh, but he is threatening $200 billion in new tariffs with China. Three things I think you need to know. Ali Miller coming up at 710 this morning about what Dick Elias, he has a new resolution, and it involves Trump. We'll talk about that and the uh, the vote. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to fail. The sales tax impl- uh, implementation, it's going to fail. But uh, guess what? She'll tell us where there is money to fix the roads without raising your taxes. We'll get to all that. Um, what, what, should I, what should I do? Because I want to talk about ProPublica also. They, they got the audio. But hang on. First, people are waiting. Stu, welcome to KNSD. Hi. Good morning. What's up, Stu? Are you ready? Yes. Wah! Wah! Yep. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. I'm good at that. Now can I have some free stuff and political power, please? Uh, so you do, I'm, I'm assuming you agree with me then. My father was a vice president of the New York Times. I know this game for 50 years. This is just the, the usual nonsense. But I had a question. Yo, Garrett, did you figure out how you got vertically challenged? I blame my parents. Can we discuss this father to father? I'm con- Talk I'm- to your daddy about his genetic policies, you feckless runt. Ah. Have a nice day. 
What? What is? What is? It, was that supposed to be funny? Uh, I didn't. That get got the weird part. at that point. That got weird. That got weird. Thanks, dude. I blame you, Ryan. You should. That got weird. I blame me too. Now feckless is a popular word thanks to that uh, D-level comic that nobody watches. Why are you even giving her a grade? Yeah. Well, okay. F-level comic. There you go. So that's cool. Um, now I'm apprehensive. You're fine. This is interesting. Bob, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Garrett. I uh, wanted you to wanted to tell you, you we met at one of the Thursday night get-togethers, and okay. I was the one that talked about Don Hymas. Okay. Do you remember me? I do anyways, not. I apologize. Anyways, I was uh, I told talked to Ryan about this, and I traveled for the company that I worked for for five years in the Asian community. And one of the things that gets lost, hmm. I was in India for a little three weeks. And basically, our company told us not to drive cars. And you say, okay, well, I mean, I'm just there for a short time. It's not a problem. And we always had drivers. But one of the things, they, the reason that they gave for not driving cars was that the Indian mothers would throw the children in front of the cars that they saw an American driving a car. You just need to realize the rest of the world doesn't look at children the same way as we do here. Wow. So just, you know, if we don't accept that coming from other countries, we can't understand how they can separate the kids and send them through. They use them as tools. That's what their program is. Wow. Very, in- you know, it, it, it it's very interesting. It's just like I think we have to always, we, we don't realize as Americans, because I think we obviously have the best country, we have the best values, you name it, right? We're, and we're and that's insulated. why, hey, hang on, in that, hang on, that hang on, hang on, I gotcha. We don't. We didn't realize that the Middle East. It doesn't matter. We can't. We can't push capitalism on them. George Bush thought we could. We can't push capitalism on them uh, because they don't have the same values as us. And we have to come to grips and say it, it is what it is. It's not okay. It's not not okay. They're just different than we are. It's the way it is. Yeah, and you right. have to accept that. But not realizing how they treat their children. We can't, I mean, we're trying to use our rules to judge how children should be treated, and that's fine. I appreciate that we want, we don't want to destroy their children, but you know what? They don't care about them. No. Well. I'm sorry. Well, I, you know, I, I, I don't know one parent that would say to their child here, and I understand, well, you know, we're not in a war zone, whatever. I get, what, what no parent would send their kid by themselves to walk through an entire country or two. Right. With with a stranger, where they know they're the eighty percent of the women. There was a study said they get raped along the way. The girls and the women. I wouldn't even let my kids walk to school when yeah. they were little. My my wife doesn't want my five year old to go a block down to the park in our neighborhood yeah. by himself. Yep. So yeah, yes. it's a great point, Bob. I appreciate it, man. Hopefully, I'll see you this Thursday. Come come to the beer club. I will. Thanks. And I'll, I'll tell you who I am. All right, I'll, you're Bob. Thank I know you. who you are. You're we Bob. You. You're Bob. You're, you're cool. Bob. I am Bob. There yep. you go. So right. What about Bob? Take care, take care man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stop what about Bob? I'm not 100% healthy and you're killing me, Ryan. So, um, uh, thank you. That's, right. that's our friend Bruce. Did you catch that? That's, a, again, a mixture of Marlboros and Chinese food. My three favorite food groups steak, Chinese, <laughs> And what was the last one? I can't even. I can't. I couldn't get past the first two. <laughs> and cigarettes. Anyway, um, ProPublica released that audio of Central American children 
um, at, at the, one of the detention centers. There's nearly seven minutes of audio, by the way. It says here on Breitbart, it was provided, by, uh, provided to ProPublica, their website, by a woman named Jennifer Harbury. She's a Harvard-educated lawyer who devoted much of her career to securing entry into the U.S. for Central Americans. Again, there's always an angle. Her husband was a leader of a Guatemalan communist militia. He went by the name Commandant Everado. And he was killed by the CIA, by CIA-backed forces. Not the CIA, CIA-backed forces in the early 1990s. So uh, this woman, again, the angle's there. She's just trying to, you know, wipe out our borders. The description, uh, her source's description, that the recording was captured last week at an undisclosed, I don't even know where it's from, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Facility. After 10 Central American alien children were taken into custody separately from the adults with whom they were apprehended crossing the American border. So there you go. There you go. So less than two hours after that tape was released, by the way, the audio was released, that's when the reporter... uh, I thought she was Politico. Now it says New York Magazine correspondent Olivia Nuzzi. She blared that, trying to make, uh, what's her name, uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, listen to it during her press conference, just to embarrass her. Just to embarrass her. So, um, that's what you have. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that story, Ryan. So hang on, though, but there's more. There's more. Do you want to hear, want to hear some other stories? That, that the media doesn't, they, they literally lie to you about this stuff. They don't want to tell you these things. I have stories that I have found and, and prepared for you. Of, are you ready for this? There was an illegal alien woman crossing the Rio Grande. She was crossing with children. She had to be rescued. The children she was crossing with were not hers. They were not hers. But I guarantee you, if she got to the border, she'd claim they were hers. And they would all cry as they got separated. Oh, yeah. And who the hell sends their kids to go do this? Who does this? Two adults, five juveniles were stranded, according to Customs and Border Protection, and they were rescued. And one woman had three kids with her, and none were hers. None were hers. Oh, I have more. There's a lot more. Um... Now let's play. You know what? Let's let's play. Let's, let's hear the lies. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to break in just one sec. I just want to. You know what? We'll do when we come back. There was one of the biggest lies this morning on MSNBC by a reporter. I you got to hear what she said to believe it. We have so much of this stuff. I mean, we are just scratching the surface. Uh, Seven ten. Allie Miller's coming up. You have to hear one of the biggest lies reported yesterday, um, and and how they're trying to use the uh, the audio of the kids to try to get people to change their beliefs. And I, again, I, I think most people are just saying, stop breaking our laws. Kids cry. What if a person gets arrested for burglary, right? And the, the guy's like, you know what? I just have a job. I'm trying to feed my kids. What, what do you want me to do? I was right. And all you're in court. The judge is there. And his kids, the guy that got arrested, he's about to be sentenced to jail, sentenced to prison. His kids start crying. You think the judge is going to say, well, the kids are crying. You know what? You're free. You're a free man. No chance. No chance. Wait to hear one of the biggest lies coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What's up? It's 708. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. 
Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. There's like a million things I think you need to know. But we'll go with the three. Uh, Number one, the outrage, the manufactured outrage continues in the media. Uh, It continues bigly about the kids coming across illegally. 10,000 of the 12,000 that we currently are holding came here without any parents. The parents just sent them by themselves. Great people. Fantastic people. Isn't that just great? Holy smokes. Um, And there are, according to the uh, Newsbusters, the Media Research Center, 20 comparisons of our immigration policy have been committed. 22 comparisons of our immigration policy to the Holocaust and slavery. Disgusting. The fake outrage is there to change our minds about things. Second thing that I think you need to know, despite that, you know, this is not being reported on. Gallup has Trump's approval rating at the highest it's ever been in the presidency, tying the highest level, 45%, tying the highest level of his presidency. Obviously, things are going pretty well. People like it. I'd add 10 to that, by the way. I'd add even, even uh, what's his name, the dude from uh, uh, University of Virginia, Larry Sabato, the political alleged genius he is. He says, add 10 to any poll that involves Trump. People are digging it, which is why the, the Democrats are doing this right now, along with the media. Third thing I think you need to know, Trump is threatening $200 billion in more tariffs on China. It's getting tough, man. It's about damn time. Uh, so the Dow, the market's down 384 points right now, uh, but is, is trying to get everything right to make sure everything is fair. Three things I think you need to know. Now, there's going to be some voting going on today, the Pima County Supervisors meeting. Uh, and there's going to be some uh, fake outrage as well. And to talk about that, Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller joins us. Hi, Allie. How you doing? Uh, good morning, Gary. I'm great. How are you? Excellent. So let's start with uh, Supervisor Dick Elias. Okay. Um, he has something on the agenda that has nothing to do with roads or anything else that really has any impact on people here in Pima County, right? Right. He has a, a resolution opposing uh, the Trump administration's policy to basically enforce our laws. Mm. Um, he's got it painted as uh, Trump separating children from their parents, uh, and he doesn't think that these parents should be held in custody while they await trial for breaking our laws, entering the country illegally. As a result of that, the children are put in custody, as we all know, and we can only detain them for 20 days, yep. according to this consent decree that was signed in 1997. So he wants some, um, you know, the parents to be released. Um, just let them go with the children into the country, which, as we all know, these people disappear and most, most often never show yep, up they never for their show court up. appearance. And I think the American people have had about enough, and they want these laws enforced. Um, and there's all this outrage over, you know, the children. Um, there's three bills that I'm aware of. Mark Meadows introduced another one. Uh, he's introducing it today. I just saw that on the news. And there's two other bills out there. When is Congress, when are the Democrats and the Republicans going to come to the table and roll up their sleeves and get the job done? Not going to happen. President Trump keeps, uh, you know, he's put out a very generous um, um, a proposal uh, several months ago, as you know, um, and they didn't come to the table then, and I suspect they may not come to the table now. It's not going to happen. Allie Miller is who you're listening to. She's Pima County Supervisor on KNST AM 790. Let's go back to Dick Elias's resolution. Uh-huh. Um, 
What impact does that have here in Pima County? Um, I don't think it has any, Hmm. and we don't have the authority on the federal laws. It is grandstanding, and it is, um, you know, taking the eye off the ball. Um, I I don't know if Richard's noticed, but he wants to bring more children in, provide more services, build more infrastructure, um, but he forgets. We have, what, what is the percentage of our population living in poverty? We can't fix the roads. We don't have the money to do that, according to uh, the board. So how are we going to, why, why are we meddling in this? This is up to the Congress uh, to solve this problem. Yep. And, um, you know, it'll be a whole room full of people coming in this morning expressing outrage. I don't know where they were in 2014. I don't recall them coming in complaining about the Obama administration detaining these children. No, they don't. Now, let me ask you, I don't know how it works. You guys have, you know, there's all these archaic rules and stuff like that uh, when you guys are up there. So if he introduces this resolution Uh and he talks about it, do you have the ability to chime in after he's done talking and ask him questions or no? Yeah, I do. I have uh, the ability to uh, express my opinion, which I will. And um, we will have an open call to the public, so there's going to be a whole lot of individuals. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the way Richard, he, he and Sharon Bronson will have dozens and dozens of people uh, coming in to speak at this uh, call to the audience. And then at the end of it, before you vote or at the time you vote, you're, you, uh, each supervisor can express their opinion on well, it. I'm hoping that you or someone else that, go, that goes to get your back, that goes to the supervisor's meeting this morning at 9 o'clock, um, can maybe ask uh, Supervisor Dick Elias if he is against separating families if one of the parents is arrested for... Drugs, assault, robbery, um, anything like that where a parent's going to be separated from their child. Yeah, American citizens that go to prison, uh, they're not allowed to take their children with them. And and this is the thing. They're separated while they're in prison. And these people are breaking our laws and Mm -hmm. people are sick and tired of it. And, And as you know... MS-13 members, have uh, they understand our system and they know how to get in here, so they're bringing children with them. They're probably kidnapping them. We don't know. And then they expect us to just release these children back with their parents and uh, supposed parents. We just don't know. And, you know, the last time uh, this happened in 2014, I think it was uh, the CBS News reported that at least 1,500 immigrant children in U.S. custody were, quote, lost. Mm-hmm. No one knows where they ended up. Uh, you know, uh, sex slavery, uh, drug cartel members were taking these children. We don't know where those children ended up. And this policy of allowing these individuals to come into the country using a child um, and, and coming in and being released into our society, we've got to stop it. The, uh, President Trump wants to stop it, and the American people, uh, they voted and and they elected President Trump because of that reason, and it's time to stop it. And Congress needs to get to work and solve this problem, and we need our border wall. That would end it. If we had our border wall, these people wouldn't be getting in here uh, illegally, at least not as many. And um, it's time that we do something about our border. Uh, It would be nice, uh, but again, again, you have uh, people on the board that actually don't want a border. Oh, no, uh, absolutely know, not. So. They don't want, they want open borders. Um, they don't believe we should have a sovereign nation and that we should just allow people to come in here willy-nilly. And, 
the majority of us have seen the results of what has happened in Europe. Um, the, you know, it's a mess over there because they're not assimilating into society. They're mm-hmm. coming in and they're, they're bringing uh, their customs from their original countries. They're raping women and, and young girls, mm-hmm. and we can't allow that here. And I'm just grateful that President Trump has finally decided to enforce the laws. Yep, and, and I'm, you know, it's it's disparaging to see, and I talked about it in the last hour, disparaging to see a lot of Republicans, or not a lot, some Republicans, uh, turning their back and giving in oh, already. Yeah. And it's, a, this is, I'm telling you, just, you know, the president was elected. Nobody thinks he's an angel. We all know he's not an angel. Right. Um, but we like the job that he's going to do about for America. We don't want a saint. We don't need a saint. Just get the job done for us. And that's what he's doing. And the fact that he was elected a month after a tape came out where he talked about grabbing women in the you-know-what, yeah. Um, this kind of, I think most people, it's not people on TV and it's not Democrats, but most Americans sit back and say, I'm sick and tired of these people coming across our border acting like they deserve stuff. That's right. And that's why, as you said, that's exactly why President Trump was elected. Um, we want someone that is going to stand up and get the job done and not collapse like a lot of these Republican uh, swamp people mm-hmm. just continue, like you said, turning their backs on the president and collapsing every time someone challenges them. It's time to stand up and be stronger. We're not going to have a country left if we continue to allow this kind of activity to go on. So it's finally President Trump is stopping it. He's going to force a solution because the Democrats and Republicans in Congress have not come together to get a solution, and now he's forcing them to come up with a solution, which I'm grateful for. Yep. Uh, Allie Miller's on KNST AM 790. She's a Pima County supervisor. So today you guys are going to vote, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to fail, obviously. You need five unanimous votes to implement a sales tax, right. where not even all the money was going to go to the roads. Supervisor Dick Elias wanted $3 million, uh, earmarked for poor people who he thinks are going to be uh, taxed I guess at an unfair rate or they'll have to pay more. They don't have any money, blah, 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 whatever. Well, we keep raising their tax rates and then we end up with more people in poverty. And then, oh, by the way, let's pull some money aside to help these people in poverty. I call that enslavement. We've got to stop raising taxes. Um, I'm actually introducing a proposal. I do not believe the sales tax is going to pass. I can, I can, uh, Steve Christie has said he's not going to support it. Um, Richard Elias, I don't believe, is going to support it unless he got that money. And I can tell you I'm not going to support it because people are taxed enough. And I comb through the budget that is being also being voted on today. And um, by cutting some spending, by postponing $10 million in soccer and stadium improvements, Mm -hmm. I have found more than $30 million in cuts to put to roads. And I have my uh, package that I'm going to be presenting to the board this morning. And I also found $2 million to give to the sheriff's department to um, make sure that the deputies are paid according to what the step plan that they've been, um, you know, threatening legal action over. And that will end that lawsuit, if there's going to be a lawsuit. It will end that litigation. It will uh, get the deputies. It will increase morale. It will give them enough money. It was in addition to what they had already uh, considered for raises. I had a visit from the the, uh, president of the uh, Sheriff's Deputy Association, and he told me, all we need is $1.8 million more to be able to get all these guys up to where they should be based on the step plan. And um, as a result of going through the budget, and I have it department by department, the cuts, 
and the maximum amount that any department was cut was 10% of their general fund spending. That's the maximum. Uh, elections, recorder office, I didn't cut because we have elections coming up. I didn't cut parks and recs because that's one of our core services. And increased the sheriff and also added uh, $30 million to the Department of Transportation and reallocated another $8 million from their operations budget into roads because the problem is that the Department of Transportation's budget is, is $43 million. They've grown that department to the point where all you can do is pay salaries and, and the um, operating expenses. And again, There's, so they've grown that, and yet they outsource most of the actual road repair work, right? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, any of the pavement preservation is all outsourced, mm. as it should be. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be buying you know, paving equipment, competing with the private sector. No. Let's get the money out there to the private sector and do competitive bids and get the job done. And um, this wasn't, uh, uh, I, I think this is pretty simple plan, postponing soccer and stadium improvements of $10 million. Why? Why can't we do that? Uh, if everyone believes that the roads are the number one priority, and that's all I've been hearing lately, is now we're ready to do the roads. It's a priority. If we can't push that one uh, capital project out, then we're not interested in solving the problem. So I'm going to be presenting this to the board this morning. Um, as you know, they also have, um, Chuck is uh, talking about uh, now uh, running a bond. And all mm-hmm. that needs is a simple majority vote to approve putting it on the ballot. I do expect that will be passed. I hope the voters hold strong like they did in 2015 and say enough is enough. It's insane to bond for roads and pay interest on the monies that that you're uh, using on the roads instead of becoming fiscally disciplined and spending the money that we get. This year we're expecting $91 million back from the state for um, gas tax and um, vehicle license tax monies. And it's time we got disciplined and used those money. Because, again, real right quick, now. real quick, running out of time, Allie, that money, Chuck uses that for pretty much whatever he wants, right? He gets a portion of it, yes. They, they are using it for paying the salaries, the overhead. About $18 million is used to pay off those 1997 bonds. That's why I'm against bonds. We're still bonding from 1997, and we're still paying them back $18 mm-hmm. million a year. Um, doing bonds is not a good solution. I think cutting spending and reallocating monies and becoming fiscally disciplined is the right way to solve the problem. And I have a proposal on the table this morning. I highly doubt they'll be interested in hearing it, but I hope that people will be placing it up on the website so people can see line by line uh, how uh, we, we have a solution to this problem. Well, Allie, I look forward to the meeting, finding out what happens, and we'll get you on again to talk about it. Thank you so much for everything. Okay, thank you, Garrett. Take care. That's Allie Miller, Pima County Supervisor, right here on KNST. 729, going to be 100 degrees today. Garrett Lewis with you. Right here, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, not surprisingly, by the way, Martha McSilent hasn't tweeted since June 15th. Everybody and their mother is talking about this fake news story about the families being separated and the uh, illegal alien kids and everybody else. And she, her people are like, we just shh, shh, 
Yeah, she's trying to get her message out. Yeah, exactly, by being silent. Um, so there you go. I know Kelly Ward's always been talking, and Kelly's going to join us at the Beer Club for Men this Thursday, two days from now, at Mr. On's, 5 to 7. I hope to see you there, and so does so does she. Really quick, uh, Mary, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, how are you this what? morning? Good, Mary, what's happening? Well, I came from Florida, and we had all this bonding issue stuff about spending money before you had it, projecting what you're what your income was going to be. The, the county that I came from kept going to the voters for a one-cent sales tax increase, and they kept turning it down. And until they added to that bill or the whatever, they until they added that they could not spend the money until the money was in the bank, they had to prioritize what they needed and then only could spend it when they got it. The, the voters actually voted them a penny sales tax, and it and, the, and there was a lot of corruption in the spending and the, you know all the stuff, both school boards and counties, and it was just a total mess. But that the, the voters said no, 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 and then they finally said yes when they said they weren't going to go out and borrow the money because it's just a waste of yep. money. Dude, again, I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't know how long you've been here. Um, 15 months. Okay, so you're not you're not aware. It, the, the budget usually is about $1.3 billion every year for Pima County. And yeah. Pima County, I remember the last couple of years, last few years, they have do- they've dedicated a whopping $5 million towards road repair. Right. Five, that, that's it. So Allie Miller goes through every time, her and her staff, and they find, I mean, the last time she actually found a billion dollars worth of savings. Yeah. I mean, over, over all the years, you know, she found a billion dollars where you could fix the roads. But there's right. so much wasteful spending in there, and they don't want to address that, but they want to raise taxes. Right. So we, we've, we've had enough. We've had right. enough here. So you retired here, I'm assuming? I, I am. Yes, I did. My grandchildren are here, and uh, I still work four hours every morning for, for the guy in Florida that bought my business so that I'm sitting at my computer at 6 o'clock in the morning working, <laughs> listening to you. Thank so you very much. It was great to find a station that, you know, fit my... Viewpoints. There, there you go. <laughs> there my you go. viewpoint, yes. <laughs> but I'm totally amazed at how crappy the roads are here. I mean, I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. And, and again, it's not like they get snow where you have to put salt on the road and it wrecks the pavement. <laughs> it's not like they get rain. You know, we get monsoon, but it's not like it's that crazy. It's just, uh, it. well, when you have a certain mindset in charge, and that's the, that's right. the, the damn shame, isn't it? That's yes, the it damn is. shame. Well, Mary, thank you for uh, for telling that story, and thank you for finding us. I really appreciate it. Maybe come down to the beer club, meet Kelly Ward, meet me. Uh, I might might try that. Thank you. Very cool. Take care. Thank you very much. 733. Now, it is really hot outside, obviously. It's extremely hot. Your car, when you go out to the parking lot, black pavement, what, 120, 130 degrees out there? It's hot. When you turn your car on, does the air conditioner not quite get cold? It's not going to get any better on its own. But to help you with this, Amco Total Car Care is offering you a very special air conditioning service offer. Amco is going to evacuate and recharge the air conditioner in your vehicle and then add up to 12 ounces of Freon. And they do all this ready for just $49.95. Make sure you get that ice cold air that you need. Now, the offer from Amco is good for most cars. Plus, they're going to inspect the cooling system to make sure everything is working properly. And we've had lots of people that have had their cars inspected and they're amazed when Amco says, you're good, everything's fine. No charge. It's amazing how that works. They're honest. So bring your car to any Amco in town. There's two, both owned by the same Tucson family. Find the closest location. Call 800-GO-AMCO or go to amcotucson.com. Double A. MCA. 
can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 741, thanks for hanging out on this Tuesday. Yes, Beer Club for Men is coming up Thursday, 5 to 7 at Mr. On's Oracle and Rudisil. It's Oracle just south of Orange Grove. Kelly Ward's going to be there with me. Have fun. Three things I think you need to know. How about this right now? Number one, let's do this. Let's change it up. Number one, uh, more testimony today from Inspector General Michael Horowitz. More of it going on right now. He's uh, now testifying before House members. And there were some good questions yesterday, but I don't want to waste your time because literally, is anybody going to get perp walked? We don't know. Second thing that I think you need to know, despite the media with their faux outrage about uh, the, uh, the, the whole situation of uh, kids being separated from families, and we know the truth from the fiction, right? Gallup released its uh, weekly poll, and Trump is at the highest level he's been in his presidency at 45%. People dig what's going on. Third thing, I think you need to know, the Trumpster has also said, um, you know what? They get about $200 billion in tariffs, more tariffs against China. He's throwing down, man. He is throwing down three things I think you need to know. Now, um, I think we should play some sound bites, Ryan, because this this whole situation is just going insane. Absolutely insane. You got to hear what people are saying. You think? About about these uh, these young people and stuff like that. You know, let's, let's find it. Let's start off with... Um, with some honest stuff first. Uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, right? She had a press conference yesterday. And she was asked by a reporter, because they're all so self-righteous. You know, these ones that uh, will never accept anybody into their home. And they have nice walls around where they live. Uh, looked, was one dude looked at her uh, and said, how is this not child abuse? How is this not child abuse? And I actually have some abuse from the Obama administration I'll get to in a second. But first, uh, it's true. Here is Kirsten Nielsen answering the question. Here we go. How is this not specifically child abuse for these innocent children who are indeed being separated from their parents? Mm. So I want to be clear on a couple other things. The vast majority, vast, vast majority of children who are in the care of HHS right now, 10,000 of the 12,000, were sent here alone by their parents. That's when they were separated. So somehow we've conflated everything, but there's two separate issues. 10,000 of those currently in custody were sent by their parents with strangers to undertake a completely dangerous and Mm -hmm. deadly travel alone. We now care for them. We have high standards. We give them meals. We give them education. We give them medical care. There's videos. There's TVs. I visited the detention centers myself. Yep. That would be my answer to that question. That would be my answer to the question. In your face. So let's play the audio again, because the media is trying to make a big deal of this audio that was released to ProPublica. And a lady that got the audio, I can't, I have to remind you again, this lady that got the audio, where it's at some unnamed detention center. They claim they have seven minutes. I have 24 seconds of it. Seven minutes where kids are crying because they're not with their parents. No crap. Kids cry at school. Kids cry at daycare. Kids cry at home. And I'm, you know, and I get it. I get it. No, you have no heart. I have a heart. I think I'm like, we'll get to this in the next hour, like most Americans, where we're just sick and tired of this garbage. We're sick and tired of being taken advantage of. We're sick and tired of having to pay for all this crap. 
We're sick and tired of Americans being overlooked for everybody else. And it happens from lawmakers, which is why Trump was elected. I'm telling you, the outrage that's out there is from the media and the left. Most Americans, they're not buying this. They don't, we're done. Got to get our own house in order. Anyway, let's play number 80. This is what it sounded like. Here we go. And of course, what? Nobody wants to see their kids separated. But again, 10,000 of the 12,000 came up by themselves. By themselves. The lady that actually gave that audio to the media, Harvard-educated lawyer, her husband was was killed by CIA-backed forces because he was a Guatemalan communist. And her goal... Yeah, was trying to get people here. Her goal is to try to get people from Central America across a border into America. That's her goal. It's 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 the sham, man. It's a it. It is. So what do we have? Let's hear because uh, now the media is trying to use all of this. Uh, let's do number eighty-two. Casey Hunt this morning on MSNBC. This is what she says. Here we go. You know, many of the comments that, that uh, were made uh, by Republicans yesterday came out even before uh, that leaked audio tape, which I think uh, really came across as an emotional punch in the gut. Hmm. Yep, they're trying to push it. 83, Mike Barnacle, same show. The world is ending. Morning, uh, Joe. World is ending this morning with Mika's face. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. And this is our story. Uh, a story of children being taken hostage on a hot Texas landscape, held Taking in cages, held in away cages. from their parents, being used as pawns to get money to build a wall mm-hmm. wow. by a Republican Party whose policy is to separate them from their, cha- from their families, Actually, from their mothers and their fathers. Been that way since 97. That's our story in America today. He's so dramatic. You know, people who watch these shows buy it in 100%. That's why not many they watch MSNBC. I, I know. The ones I, I get they actually believe this guy. I know they, they they believe they believe this guy held he's, hostage. He's they broke so the cool. law. They broke the freaking law. Let me tell you something, Dan Abrams. Do you know Dan Abrams? Dan Abrams used to run MSNBC. He's a lawyer. He's a big lib. I know JJ Abrams. Well, different Abrams. All right. So Dan Abrams used to run MSNBC. Lawyer. He has to have a show there. Stuff like that. He has a website, lawandcrime.com. Um, and on his website. It says a Dan Abrams production. A guy named Colin Kalmbacker wrote a story. Uh, Obama's immigration agencies separated children from their families, too. Oh, no. Since 2008, the U.S. has had a policy known as the Alien Transfer Exit Program, ATEP. It's lateral repatriation. What happens, basically, is you find a guy. There's a male uh, uh, Mexican coming across the border illegally. They bust him or fly him to a different part of the border and release him. It could be a... 1,200 miles from where he originally came from. That's what Obama did. They literally put the guy at a totally different part of Mexico where, who knows, he could get attacked. Who knows? That's what Obama did. There was a story in the LA Times about this. Luis Montez was put on a plane, flown halfway across the country, and bust to the California-Mexican border. At 2 a.m. on a Tuesday, border authorities took his handcuffs off, escorted him to a gate leading to the desert of Mexicali. He was back in Mexico, but about 1,200 miles from where he started. That was under Obama. Does that sound nice? You didn't hear them complain about this, did you? 
Uh, the Obama administration drastically increased the use of this in 2011 to try to uh, apparently, I guess, uh, stop uh, Mexican nationals from crossing illegally. You didn't hear about that in the media, did you? No, no. There are stories about these family detention centers. These were written during the Obama era, by the way, not by mainstream media. There's one written by a uh, a, play, a, a website called Shadowproof. It is a reader-supported media outlet, shadowproof.com. And they did, they went down to Nogales, right here in Arizona. Uh, they put dozens of stories together. Um, you know what happened in those places? It was a family detention center. Um, these are, again, in um, mostly in... Right here. They basically stop moms from sleeping with their kids. They don't want them to do that. Family detention centers. This is what they do. Um, Angelo Guisuido, uh, who's a staff attorney with the Center for Constitutional Rights, said these places are torturous. Policies include banning mothers and children from sleeping together and turning lights on and off every hour to ensure this, guaranteeing sleep deprivation. Single Mexican dads or men that traveled with an adult female companion while trying to cross the border with kids subject to ATEP. The kids were separated from them. This is under Obama. Unaccompanied minors were placed into custody. Uh, the dad was flown somewhere, a bus somewhere, hundreds or thousands of miles away, put back into the country. It was hard for the families to get back in touch with each other. This all happened under Obama. Did the media freak out. It's a hell of a lot worse, isn't it? Yeah, the Government Accountability Office put out a report in 2010 criticizing Homeland Security programs for lack of public accountability. And it mentioned this ATEP, where they put the guy a thousand miles away from where he came from. Right. Uh, and Homeland Security largely dismissed these concerns, saying performance measures didn't believe such action was uh, appropriate, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. So they separated him all the time under Obama. Media didn't do any uh, complaining then, did they? No, not really. Not so much. We'll continue. KNST AM 790. More sound bites coming up. Your reaction to Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um. Oh, this is good. This is really good. Hey, it's 807. It is your morning ritual. But me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. In Number one, Inspector General Horowitz. Back in the hot seat, testifying about his report now to members of the House, where I got an alert that Trey Gowdy grilled him, which will result in nothing, because it always results in nothing. There were some key answers yesterday, key things revealed. Comey's under investigation. Loretta Lynch, they're looking at her, too. Until I see a perp walk, I don't give a crap anymore, right? What's the point? Uh, and they're, they're, I'm telling you, this is going to distract from, uh, or will it? Will it? From the big story. Which is, of course, the big fake news story about uh, these these illegal alien miners. 10,000 of the 12,000 came by themselves, not separated from parents. Media outrages if Trump is uh, has concentration camps and crap. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to, that's what I like to say. Why don't we just reunite them then? I have and a, send them back. Send them all back. Send them back. Send them back. I know. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, and this is this is another one. Despite all this, the media trying to tell you that Trump's the worst. Everybody hates him and blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Guess what? This is fantastic. Trump's at 45% approval in Gallup, tying his high, highest approval ever. I'd add 10 to that. So says also Larry Sabato. 
Third thing, I think you need to know Trump's threatening China, another $200 billion in tariffs. So the market's down because they don't like that, but we don't care. It's all going to work out. He's playing hardball with the guy, which is good with the, with, the, with the government. It's good. Three things I think you need to know. So um, I just want you to hear. Before we play Kirsten uh, Nielsen, which she explains stuff, I want you to hear the media. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. I have a montage. And uh, this is really good. Where the media, 20, montage, 22. Thank you. Montage Montage time. time. 22 examples of uh, comparing the detention centers where these kids get medical, uh, dental, uh, education, showers, hygiene, doctors, psychiatrists, schooling, safety, safety, yes, food. Uh, Media says they're just like uh, concentration camps and slavery. Listen to this. To suggest those of concentration camps, families being cut apart. I know children are being marched away to showers. I know they're being marched away to showers. Uh, are they're uh, being told they are just like the Nazis had, had, had like said Nazi. that they were taking people oh. to showers and then they never came back. Look, bottom line, Donald Trump increasingly looks like Hitler in Nazi Germany. These look <laughs> wow. like the concentration Dave, camps. it's rewarding it breaking our immigration laws. unusual punishment, John. I said this cool yesterday, unusual. but increasingly Donald Trump is turning this nation into Nazi Germany Nazi and turning Germany. these into concentration camps. By the way, uh, let's just pause right there for a second. You know, Hitler wanted everybody to have guns, right? And tax cuts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid me right now. What's happening is very American in that this is how the country was founded. This is what happened 76 years ago to uh, Japanese Americans in internment camps. Now, look. I, I know we're not no. Nazi Germany, all right? But there is a commonality there. I know. That's former, uh, that's General Michael Hayden. Are you kidding me right now? be controversial, but I felt a warning flare Obviously, was necessary. You're so, so concerned about what's going on. Yeah. Yes, and our, all, all of us are so concerned. We oh, see yes. these heartbreaking images, uh, and it's, it's so, so awful. And this is a policy that is inhumane, indecent, un-American, completely dictatorial and like i said yesterday they are the tactics that have been used through the through history by the worst purveyors of pure evil Mm. including slave traders including nazis including terrorists and now this great country is using is using them as well and we should all be ashamed there are commentators like joe scarborough bringing up the n-word nazi Uh, doesn't the tone of some of the coverage offend a great deal of americans who feel that the real scandal is that people are entering the country illegally in the first place (laughs) <laughs> Brian Stetler. Yeah, that's the big thing. So anyway, you have that. Isn't that, isn't that just incredible? Isn't that just incredible? I mean, so, okay. You know, this isn't new. This didn't start with Trump. Um, the law says you're supposed to separate the families going back to 1997. That's what the law says. It's black and white. It's clear. It's clear as a bell. Uh, now, this is the difference. The media love the fact that Obama chose to not ever enforce the law. He picked and choose, right? I'm going to enforce this, not enforce that. I'm going to do this I'm gonna, as if he's a king, as if he's a dictator. A tyrant, they pick and choose what they want to do. Let me take you back. To, let's play the one below that. 2005 Obama. Senator Obama at the time, 2005. Who does he sound like? Here we go. Yeah, we all agree on the need to better secure 
the border and mm -hmm. to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Mm. Uh, you know, we are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, mm -hmm. uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Mm -hmm. uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully mm -hmm. uh, to become immigrants in this country. Racist jerk. Funny how everything changes. Media just acts as if that never happened. Let's go to President Obama. President Obama, remember this? Here we go. We are a nation of immigrants. We're also a nation of laws. Oh. Undocumented workers broke our immigration laws. And I believe that they must be held accountable, especially those who may be dangerous. But today, our immigration system is broken. Mm. Everybody knows it. There are actions I have the legal authority to take as president. Tonight, I'm announcing those actions. We'll build on our progress at the border with additional resources for our law enforcement personnel. If you're a criminal, you'll be deported. If you plan to enter the U.S. illegally, your chances of getting caught and sent back just went up. Yep. We expect people who live in this country to play by the rules. We expect that those who cut the line will not be unfairly rewarded. Really? The actions I'm taking are not only lawful, they're the kinds of actions taken by every single Republican president and every single Democratic president for the past half century. I have one answer. Pass a bill. Isn't that what Trump said? Congress should solve this? Change the laws? He actually tweeted that this morning. In all caps, change the laws. That's what he did. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, you want to know what really happens? Rich Lowry wrote a great piece at the National Review. The truth about separating kids. You ready for it? When a migrant is prosecuted for illegal entry, he or she is taken into custody by U.S. Marshals. In no circumstance anywhere in the U.S. do the Marshals care for the children of the people they take into custody. The child or children is taken into the custody of Health and Human Services... Who cares for them at temporary shelters, not concentration camps? The criminal proceedings are exceptionally short, assuming there is no aggravating factor, such as prior illegal entity or another crime. The migrants generally plead guilty, and they are then sentenced to time served, typically all on the same day, although practices vary along the border. After this, they return to the custody of ICE. If the adult then wants to go home, in keeping with the expedited order of removal, you ready? That is issued as a matter of course. It's simple. The adult should be reunited quickly with his or her child and the family returned home as a unit. In this scenario, there's only a very brief separation. When it, where it becomes much more of an issue is if the adult files an asylum claim. When they do that, the adults are almost certainly going to be detained longer than the government is allowed to hold their kids. That's because of something called the Flores Consent Decree from 1997. That's where this all comes from. It says... Unaccompanied children can be held only 20 days. Did you hear me when I said this? These are facts. It's amazing. A ruling by the Ninth Circuit extended this 20-day limit to children who come as part of family units. So even if we want to hold a family unit together, we are forbidden from doing so. Do you want to, This goes back to 1997. Trump didn't start this. He didn't come up with the idea. The clock is ticking. The clock ticking on the time the government can hold a child will almost always run out before an asylum claim is settled. The migrant is allowed 10 days to seek an attorney. There could be other complications, continuances, all that stuff. 
So, this creates the choice of either releasing the adults and children together into the country, pending the adjudication of the asylum claim, meaning let them go until we finally, after a year or two years, figure out if the asylum is real. Good luck finding them after that. That's called catch and release. And Trump said no more catch and release. Or you hold the adults and release the kids. If the adult is held, Health and Human Services places the child with a responsible party in America, ideally a relative. Migrants are likely to have family and friends here. That's that's what this is. Right? Yet the freaking out is legendary now, isn't it? It's it's, it's over the top. It's over the top. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have some more sound bites I want to get to you. And again, my big thing, and we veered from this, but I want to bring it back. I think this is another giant example of Democrats, the media, and swamp Republicans and wuss Republicans not realizing what got Trump elected. I think most of the country is okay with this. They really don't care. And you get everything up front where you, people say, oh, well, you know, nobody wants to see kids separated from their family. You know what people don't want to see? Illegals coming across our border. That's what they don't want to see. We're sick of paying for it. We're sick of seeing it. We're sick of the crime. These are not people coming over here because they want to be Americans. They want our money. And they don't care about assimilating like the immigrants of the past have. They don't. And that bothers Americans. Not just white Americans. Black Americans. Hispanic Americans. Asian Americans. Americans. It bothers Americans. When you don't buy into what makes us great and you just don't care, it bothers us. We'll talk more about that. I have more sound bites coming up. Kirsten Nielsen uh, boiled it down. She called out the BS. You got to hear. I'm telling. This is fantastic stuff. We'll get your reaction to coming up. Eight nineteen KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. KNST. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. Yep, yep, yep. I like this song. 825, Garrett Lewis with you. Thanks for hanging out. 880-KNST, 880-5678. So again, do you agree with me? Do you not agree with me? Do you see the brilliance in what I've said? I mean, it's brilliant all the time. But the brilliance, what what, what the, the media, they don't get. Trump has said some pretty freaky stuff, right? I mean, no filter. And he got 306 electoral votes. One in a landslide. Don't give me this popular vote crap either, okay? California and New York are dumb. Uh, but people are not... I just I think most people in this country are sick and tired. We, just like Trump says, we've been getting rolled for decades because of globalists, uh, because people want cheap labor, all this stuff. We're the ones that have taken the brunt of this. So when all of a sudden there's illegal people crossing our border illegally because they just think they can... And they expect to, and they cut the line of people doing it the right way. Right? They cut the line. They do all this stuff. When all of a sudden, uh, we see these pictures or hear audio of kids crying or kids, they're not in cages and crap like that. When you see this stuff, it you're desensitized. I'm desensitized. 
Yeah, it's sad, but you know what? The world's full of sad. The world's full of good. The world's full of sad. Right now, I care about America. And unless you want a whole bunch more illegal aliens uh, that are dumped here, we're going to import poverty, dump, dump, dump poverty in cities that can't afford to fix roads. You're going to have schools, classes overloaded, kids not speaking English. Teachers are going to have to buy more crap out of their uh, you know, school supplies out of their pockets. They're going to spend their own money on it. You really think that we want that? I don't think that we want that. So this is going to be another big win for Trump because only the media is going crazy. And it's reached a point here that we know when they're full of it. Trump did a brilliant thing, and they, they still don't get it. It's how dumb they are. It's just so funny. He labeled them fake news for, to, to basically create doubt. But you know what? It wasn't made up. It was warranted. It was warranted because they do do fake news. Again, I told you in, in the last hour how this happened, and even worse stuff happened during the Obama administration, right? Let's play it again. Um, Ryan, let's play number, let's do 86 and then 87. 86, Mariana Atencio this morning, and she gets introduced by Willie Geist on uh, The World is Ending This Morning with Joe and Mika's face. Here we go. Joining us now from McAllen, Texas, MSNBC correspondent Mariana Atencio. Mariana, you've talked to mothers who've been separated from their children at the border. What have you been hearing? What have you been seeing down there? Really, this is a completely new thing to this administration. It did not happen during the Obama administration. I mean, right there, fake news. Since 1997, this has happened. Worse things happened under Obama. It didn't happen under Obama. He would separate, if there was a whole family, the husband and dad from the rest of the family. He would take the husband and dad, and they would go a 1,000 miles away and drop them off at the border. Away from the family. It was called ATEP. A-T-E-P. This never happened before. It was the Alien Transfer Exit Program, started in 2008, ramped up under Obama in 2011. You kidding me right now? And like, I love this, 84, you want to know why we are separating the families, the moms from their kids? Tough crap. Don't come here and expect free stuff and all this other. It doesn't work that way. Listen to this. No, 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 no. We need, uh, we need, uh, I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong number. It's 84. 87, 87. Here we go. Good year. I want to play a little bit of my conversation with a mother, Christina, Mariana. who was separated from her 10-year-old and her 16-year-old. Let's listen. If you would have known it was a possibility that they would have been separated from you, would you have come? No. No, It's ugly to be separated from your kids without knowing what is going to become of them. There you go. There you have it. They know, and I never would have made it if I knew I was going to be separated. That's why we're doing it. Well, that's just mean. You know what's mean? Again, uh, teachers overworked, classes overworked, us paying the price for people that are going to be on the government dole for the rest of their lives and our lives. That's mean. That's mean. And I'm telling you, this is a big one. Let's play, uh, let's play 84, Mike Barnacle. He clearly admits that the media is doing this story to distract from the great things. That's what I said yesterday, the whole show, and then Rush did. Listen, here we go. And politically, Michael, mm-hmm. I would estimate, think, guess, that it's political malpractice. 
because in an, with a, a booming economy, with no matter what you think of what, what took place in Singapore, mm -hmm. a president meeting with the North Korean dictator to resolve some nuclear issues and the threat of war, they're not concentrating on that. Mm -hmm. They're being branded now with these pictures that every American is seeing. The pictures now yeah. coming with a soundtrack yeah. of children crying. And that's what they're defending rather than their record, which some people would approve of. There you go. It's exactly what I told you yesterday. Get the pictures and thoughts of the great economy and the accomplishment with North Korea out of people's heads. Fill it with this. Brand their brains with this instead. It's so obvious. We all see it. We do. There's always going to be crazies that, that don't see it. That's fine. But I'm telling you, I, th I really believe that most of the country sees this. We're over it. Over it. Uh, 8.31 now on KNST AM 790. We're going to have more. We're going to have more. I have your calls coming up. we got to get some Kirsten Nielsen sound bites, some Sarah Sanders sound bites. Uh, but I, again, what do you think? I think that this is going to help Trump in the long run. And there's stories in the Washington Times, the Washington Examiner, about Republicans abandoning Trump on this. They're already turning their backs, saying we need to end this. And what? Americans want law and order. That's why they elected Trump, you freaking wimps. You still don't get it. Do you understand how well Zero Res works? They clean your carpet, your tile so well. Nobody does a better job than Zero Res. Three rooms of carpet clean for 99 bucks, two rooms of tile for 99 bucks. No hidden fees, no games played, nothing like that at all. Zero Res, they've cleaned the carpet in my home for over three years now. My tile as well, my couch even, area rug, you name it. Uh, even my car, even my car, they use powered water. They don't use soaps or chemicals or anything like that. This powered water is incredible stuff. They change the structure of it, of the actual water. So it acts like a soap and a detergent, but it's not a soap and a detergent. So there's no residue left over. And residue, when it's left over from other carpet cleaners, that's what it clings to like a magnet. So your carpet looks dirtier a few days after you get it cleaned. And it's frustrating when that happens, right? Uh, I'm telling you, this stuff works so well. My wife blamed my dog for her leaving coffee on the nightstand, and he knocked it over, and coffee's on the floor. I had them come out a couple months ago and clean that. Uh, they've even found some accidents. My dog had with black lights. They clean that. They, it gets cleaned and sanitized. There's no crunchiness. There's no chemical smell. Your carpet literally looks, feels, and smells brand new. It can bring your carpet back to life. We had carpet here at the radio station that was old. It was like 20 years old, a few years ago before it had it changed. And Zeros came in and did it, and it just, the whole place, and it looked like the carpet was brand new. It looked... It was insane. It was so disgusting before that. It works that well. Call today. Ask for the Garrett truck. It's my face. My name on the truck. It works the best. It's me. Always turns right. 441 We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello. What's going on? Boom. I like that. Why are you looking at me that way? Why are you smiling like Because that? I, I like it. Uh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Inspector General Horowitz is up there uh, now testifying before House members today. Uh, again, some bombshells were dropped yesterday. Comey's under investigation, blah, blah, blah. But until people go on a perp walk, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of these things. Like, I want something to happen, but I'm sick of the pomp and circumstance. I want some action, right? I want some action. So we'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster's approval rating with Gallup is at 45% tying his highest ever in his presidency because people like what's going on, which is why 
you're seeing the media work with the Dems to try to make Trump seem evil um, when he's doing nothing different than any other president except he's enforcing the law when it comes to these, uh, these illegal aliens down on our border. Third thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster's getting tough with China. He wants, uh, he's thinking about $200 billion in tariffs, $200 billion additional in tariffs against China. So he's, he's sticking it to him. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so I want you to, I want you to hear this real quick. This is a Congressman, Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar. He's down on the Texas border. I have it over here. I have it over here, Ryan. Um, he's on the, down on the Texas border. He's talking to Sandra Smith on Fox. And um, he's basically saying that uh, the, the past presidents never enforced immigration law. Just listen to this. Here he's a Democrat. Listen, here we go. Well, you know, keep in mind this law, Section 1325, you come in the first time without documentation. Uh, that means that it's a misdemeanor. The second time, third time, it becomes a felony. So right now they're charging, this is about a 1950 law that Ronald Reagan, Nixon, Bush, Obama, Clinton uh, never carried this out. They carried it under a civil process, civil process. So President Trump is saying, we're going to make it a criminal aspect. And if it's a criminal aspect, that falls well, in the category. Well, I was asking that you, you about separate, what the Homeland Security uh, Secretary said today. Go, she said down. she is. I just wish these, these dingbats on TV would actually listen to what the people say before they interrupt, because what he said is unbelievable. Um, these are laws that Obama, Reagan, Bush, Nixon never enforced. Trump's saying, I'm going to enforce it, make it a criminal offense, which is why we're taking away the kids. We're going to enforce the law. Funny how that happens, isn't it? All right, let's see the Kirsten Nielsen soundbite. Um, it's number 93. Um, Kirsten Nielsen had a press conference yesterday at a Homeland Security, and she explained why this is all happening. This is very key. She laid it out for the media, and they literally ignore everything that she says because it doesn't fit their narrative. Here we go. There's a lot of misinformation about what DHS is and is not doing as it relates to families at the border. And I want to correct the record. Here are the facts. First, this administration did not create a policy of separating families at the border. We have a statutory responsibility that we take seriously to protect alien children from human smuggling, trafficking, and other criminal actions while enforcing our immigration laws. Yep. We have a long existing policy multiple administrations have yep. followed that outline when we may take action to protect children. We will separate those who claim to be a parent and child if we cannot determine a familiar or custodial relationship exists. For example, if there's no documentation to confirm the claim relationship between an adult and a child. We do so if the parent is a national security, public, or safety risk, including when there are criminal charges at issue, and it may not be appropriate to maintain the family in detention together. We also separate a parent and child if the adult is suspected of human trafficking. There have been cases where minors have been used and trafficked by unrelated adults yep. in an effort to avoid detention. Yep. And I'd stop here to say in the last five months, we have a 314% increase in adults and children arriving at the border fraudulently claiming to be a family unit. Wow. This is obviously of concern. And separation can occur when the parent is charged with human smuggling. Under those circumstances, we would detain the parent in an appropriate secure detention facility separate from the child. What has changed is that we no longer exempt entire classes of people who break the law. 
everyone is subject to prosecution. When DHS refers a case against a parent or legal guardian for criminal mm -hmm. prosecution, the parent or legal guardian will be placed into the U.S. Marshal Service custody for pretrial determination pursuant to an order by a federal judge. Yep. And any accompanied child will be transferred to the Department of Health and Human Services and will be reclassified as an unaccompanied alien child. Yep. That is in accordance with the TVPRA a law that was passed by Congress, and a following court order, neither which are actions the Trump administration has taken. And let's be clear, if an American were to commit a crime anywhere in the United States, Love they it. would go to jail and they would be separated from their family. This is not a controversial idea. No, and that's why the media is trying to act as if you cross our border without permission and documentation as if it's not a crime. It is. You can't do it. It's illegal. Like if you go to a grocery store and steal a loaf of bread, that's illegal. It's a crime. Holy crap. What a concept. And guess what? Most Americans see it that same way. Throw me up over there. One more from Kirsten Nielsen. I want you to hear this. Here we go. We need to amend the Flores Settlement Agreement and recent expansions, which currently allow for which would allow for family detention during the removal process. And we need Congress to fully fund our ability to hold families together through the immigration process. Until these loopholes are closed by Congress, it is not possible as a matter of law to detain and remove whole family units who arrive illegally in the United States. Congress and the courts created this problem, and Congress alone can fix it. Until then, we will enforce every law we have on the books to defend the sovereignty and security of the United States. Mm -hmm. Those who criticize the enforcement of our laws have offered only one countermeasure, open borders, Boom. the quick release of all illegal alien families, and the decision not to enforce our laws. Yep. This policy would be disastrous. Mm -hmm. Its prime beneficiaries would be the smuggling organizations themselves, and the prime victims would be the children who would be plunged into the smuggling machines and get gang recruitment on the trip north. And the media, I mean, she's giving phenomenal answers, explaining the whole process. And yet, what do you hear? Concentration camps. Kids held hostage. This is just mean. It's inhumane. It's this. What's inhumane, again, is parents sending their kids across a country or two by themselves. Once it, play the original Kirsten Nielsen, too. When she took a question, the guy, and you'll hear it. How is this not child abuse? Here we go. Listen. To How is this not specifically child abuse for these innocent children who are indeed being separated from their parents? So I want to be couple, clear on a couple other things. The vast majority, vast, vast majority of children who are in the care of HHS right now, 10,000 of the 12,000, were sent here alone by their parents. That's when they were separated. So somehow we've conflated everything, but there's two separate issues. 10,000 of those currently in custody were sent by their parents oh. with strangers to oh. undertake a completely dangerous and deadly travel mm -hmm. alone yep. we now care for them we have high standards we give them meals we give them education we give them medical care there's videos there's tvs i visited the detention centers myself that would be my answer to that question just like the nazis at thirty four thousand dollars a person thirty four four yep thirty four four times ten thousand what's that so math? far uh that's a lot of money yeah it was about 1.4 billion to pay for these, we found out yesterday. $1.4 a year to cover all these costs.
Uh, 850, there's more. We have one senator who gave fake news as well. Um, uh, we got we to talk about our police chief, who also is against this. Our police chief chiming in. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM7. Oh, oh, and Sarah Sanders asked about Laura Bush's op-ed where she uh, tried to rip President Trump. You got to hear what Sarah Sanders said. We'll get that coming up next. It's KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. What's going on? It's your morning ritual, 908. Garrett Lewis with you, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 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 yes. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, number one, uh, the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, he is an IG, gave that report about the FBI's handling and the DOG's handling of the Clinton email investigation. Um... There were some bombshells dropped again. Comey's under investigation for the way he handled his, uh, well, basically leaking. Um, and, and you have some lawmakers doing some great questions, and literally nobody's going to prison. So it bothers me, right? It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. As simple as that. Um, we'll see what happens. But the, um, I, I don't know. I mean, the what what's the big giant story we get, you know, flustered by this? or people even wondering or concentrating? I think it's all about the economy, which is why, again, the Democrats and the media working in cahoots to basically uh, bring up this this fake news story and fake outrage about how people are being treated when they cross our border illegally. Second thing that I think you need to know, we'll get some Trump tweets on this too, by the way. I mean, this these are unbelievable. What, what the Trumps are tweeted this morning is just fantastic. Um, second thing that I think you need to know, people like what Trump is doing, which again, I think, and I think people are, they said, I just don't want people crossing our border illegally. Sure, it's bad. Kids separated from parents. I get it. But the parents are creating this problem. That's what people say. Because we have common sense. The media leaves that fact out. Who sends the kids across? The parents do. Anyway, Trump is at uh, tied his all-time high in approval for Gallup at 45%. Yeah, there's a reason why. Third thing I think you need to know is that the Trumpster is also threatening uh, more tariffs. $200 billion more tariffs to China. Because he means business. Three things I think you need to know. Now, real quick, we'll get to the uh, the fake news created by a, a member of the media, a senator, you name it. The Trumpster tweeted out this morning certain things. Democrats are the problem. They don't care about crime and want illegal immigrants, no matter how bad they may be, to pour into and infest our country like MS-13. They can't win on their terrible policies, so they view them as potential voters. He... Thank you know. Thank God. What what other Republicans are calling him out for that? Thank God. We've been saying that forever about Democrats and illegals. Trump then tweeted minutes later, "We must always arrest people coming into our country illegally." Of the ten twelve thousand children, ten thousand are being sent by their parents on a very dangerous trip, and only two thousands are with their two thousand with their parents. Many of whom have tried to enter our country illegally on numerous occasions. Boom. Boom. I love this. And the headline from The Hill, Trump, Dems want illegal immigrants to, quote, infest our country, end quote. Are they trying to make him seem mean? Yes, that's what they want to happen. Uh-huh. And then there are people that literally just don't, they just don't get it. Here we go. Somebody tweeted, some guy named Mikel Gillette. I don't know who these people are. Trump uses the word infest to describe immigrants. It's illegals. This is dehumanization. 
This is precisely the verb Hitler used to describe Jews. Uh, again, he's got a, I mean, it's just asinine to even respond, but I don't know the whole thing about the Jewish daughter and Jewish son-in-law and Jewish grandkids, but you're right. You're right. Infest, John Weaver. Infest, the president has infested this country with hate and allowed racists and low travelers sunlight. We will not rest until the Trump infestation is dispatched. Good luck with that, because it's only getting started. These guys are playing with fire. These, they don't realize what they're doing. I'm telling you, this is just like everything else. This will be another big miss, because this is only going to fire up Americans, not just Trump's base, but Americans, because we are sick and tired of people expecting to come to our country. We get to pay for everything they want. We work our butts off. We work so friggin' hard. We can't get schools the way that we want. We know teachers should get paid more money, but where's the money going? To pay for social services because we let poverty come to our country. That's it. Now, if these people were the rocket scientists that the Dems claim they are, and they add so much, do you think Guatemala would let them go? Hell no. <laughs> Enough is enough, right? Can I tell you something else I'm tired of? Tell me. This this whole throwing Hitler out there every yeah. time. Hitler and the Nazis. Hitler and the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that. Oh. Senator Dianne Feinstein. Oh. Let's do number 90. Number 90. Dianne Feinstein. Here we go. The outrage now. Here we go. Well, this is the United States of Germ- United oh. States of America. Oh. It isn't Nazi Germany. Oh. And there's a difference. And we don't take children from their parents until now. So again, so when parents committed actual crimes, Americans were not Americans, really. We didn't take their kids if nobody could watch them and oh, really, they weren't they didn't become wards of the state until they could be put with other family or friends, which is exactly what happens with these young illegal immigrants, really? Yeah, you were right. We're not Nazi Germany. They're not getting gassed. They're not being tortured. They're not being put into ovens. I'm telling you, this is just, I mean, do you agree with me or not? 880-KNSC, 880-5678. This is going to make Americans get even more fired up because it's common sense. And they're going to say, give me a freaking break. Why should we always get taken advantage of? Those days are over. Over. One more from Diane Feinstein. Uh, let's do number 89. Here we go. Fake news. You have nearly 2,500 children that have been separated from their families, from their mother, and no one knows where they are. I think it's just terrible. It's very upsetting, and it's never happened before. Liar! Never before, Gary. Never happened before. No, it's, it's never Brand happened before. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a new thing. It's never ever ever happened before let's do a mika's face for fun it's never happened before again these lies yeah it's fun mika's face which one 85 85 again this as sarah sanders said george w bush signed this into law in 2008 Hmm. in 1997 because of that uh, decree um we have uh we have that uh, uh children of illegal aliens that come here of course illegally they're all illegal the ones across illegally the parents the kids they are taken because they have to be processed because adults are put into one place and children are put into another. But Mika says it's all Trump. Here we go. It's actually not the law. It's Donald Trump's mm. policy. 
and it is happening. Children are being separated from their families. Reporters like Jacob Soboroff and Gotti Schwartz and Mariana Atencio have mm. been showing us the horrific facts and pictures and video of families separated. Families are being torn apart. Who in America could do this? She never was that mad when Obama was doing this with the examples we gave earlier in the show. Never was that upset. Who could do it? Obama could do it. That's who could do it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. John McCain. Uh, notice, by the way, John McCain has not said anything on Twitter publicly or anything. And that's so why I go by Twitter. It's what he does. Um, he has not said anything about Peter Stroke's texts, like the disgusting texts uh, that said that they're going to stop Trump from being president. Nothing from John McCain about that. Good old Johnny boy. Um, nothing about the great economic numbers. Almost 5% growth is predicted in the second quarter by the Atlanta Fed. Nothing like that. No, 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 no. Instead, John McCain decides, I need to chime in via Twitter about this family separation policy. That again, George W. Bush put into law. It's been there since 1997 because of a, a legal ruling. And Obama did it as well. And blah, 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 blah. John McCain says, people need to know what I think. You ready for this? He tweets out, the administration's current family separation policy is an affront to the decency of the American people and contrary to principles and values upon which our nation was founded. The administration has the power to rescind this policy. It should do so now. Okay, first off, yesterday brought to your attention that John McCain and Jeff Flake had a tag team double trouble press release back in 2015 where they said to Obama, everybody should be arrested and prosecuted. First-time offenders. Why are first-time offenders not being prosecuted that come across the border illegally? They were outraged that Obama was letting people go when they'd crossed the border even the first time illegally. So uh, he was all outraged then. Hmm. Uh, secondly, um, John McCain says this is an affront to the decency of the American people. You know what it is when you lie about wanting to build the wall? You know what's an affront to the decency of the American people, John, and contrary to the principles and values that we have, is you being derelict in your duty as a senator and letting Arizonans hang out to dry because they literally have no protection on the border. Their own land is being trampled upon by cartels, smugglers, Illegal aliens, you name it. And you don't give a crap. You've done nothing in your 30-plus years as a senator to try to help them. These poor people on the border, the ranchers, even if you're not on the border. What has John McCain done? He has done um, what my family uh, likes to use in Yiddish, which is called bupkis. He has done that. He is derelict in his duty. He is. This is disgusting. And I love when they say this. Well, if you do this, this is contrary to the principles and values upon which our nation was founded. What does that even mean? These are just words. They literally mean nothing. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. The values. Uh, George Washington would hang people from his own army that said, I can't do this anymore. I'm out of here. And they tried to escape. How about them values? Founded our nation. He's our founding father. Friggin' McCain, this guy.
Uh, John McCain did tweet this morning also a must-read at the Washington Post by a human rights icon that said the U.S. stood with Soviet dissidents and should stand with North Korean ones too. I don't know, John. Maybe you missed the State of the Union. Remember the guy from North Korea that defected that had the crutch? I think we, I think we stood with them. Anything to undermine Trump. I mean, everything that John McCain tried to build himself to be, build himself up to be, which is this big giant lie. He doesn't even get it. He's so dense that he is literally destroying everything that he claims to have built, even though it was actually a lie. He didn't like, he wasn't about America. He was about globalism. John McCain is a big lib. He believed in giant governments controlling everything. He's a globalist. He doesn't even believe in in countries making their own decisions in Europe and everywhere else. We got to all do it together. Why? Why do we have to always do it together? It's nice to have friends. Don't get me wrong. But we're America. We have to look out for America first. Giant government control, John McCain. Just such a bitter dude. Very bitter guy. And, um, uh, and you, you, would, you could say that it's sad, but it's not sad. It's not sad. Uh, because he's bitter because he didn't get his uh, shot at the president. Yeah, yeah, and he sees Trump doing it and Trump succeeding. And he thought that it was his. He's like Hillary. He thought it was supposed to be his. He put in his time. Wears pantsuits. Well, yeah, that's off time. That too. So we'll get into more. We'll get. I swear, I'll get your calls. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. But also got to get into Chief Magnus. What do you think Chief Magnus thinks of this? He was on Twitter. Oh yeah. We'll get to that as well. Nine twenty one. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, do that. What's up, 926? Going to be about 100 degrees today, which actually, I mean, you know what's sad? When you listen to me say that, and you're like, well, that's not that bad. It could be a heck of a lot worse. 81 out now, it's going to be 109 on Friday. See, I told you. There's the worst. It could be worse. It could be much, much, much worse. Uh, so, uh, police chief, Chris Magnus, who has a very, uh, very tough time, Tucson's police chief, who, again, what, is it just me? Like, I think I'm a friendly guy, yet the dude never wants to come on this radio show. You're the police chief. You're supposed to go after criminals and bad guys, right? And not be afraid of them and stuff like that. Yet I invite him publicly on this show all the time and dude stays away from me, uh, as if I have like the plague or something like that. I mean, he just, I don't understand it. How can you actually put fear in the heart of criminals if you won't go on a damn radio show and back up your freaking views, but whatever? I've also been told by uh, many police officers they can't stand them. Um, I've also been told that uh, uh, by people that can't stand them that they love it when I talk about him because he can't stand that. So that's the kind of thing that makes a person like me tick, right? Grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Like Martha McSilence. That's right. You want Magnus to grow a pair over? <laughs> get something. Get something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But what? You know why? Because he has no actual answer to back up anything that he says. Again, he's one of these Twitter heroes that has to sit back and write something on Twitter, and then blah, 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 and then you know stick his fingers in his ears as nobody's gonna say anything to him. So anyway, uh, you go back a few days, and Magnus, uh, Magnus was all about this. Uh, first off, he was very upset that Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, uh, said domestic violence is not grounds for asylum. 
It's uh, it's not. Look, there's violence and all kinds of violence in all these countries. We can't keep importing poverty. You just can't do it. Can't afford it. But it doesn't matter. Chris Magnus was very upset about that. So Chris Magnus actually wrote, um, the asylum statute does not provide redress for all misfortunes. So interpersonal violence that involves rape, choking, and beatings is, is mere, quote, misfortune. So he's upset that Jeff Sessions says, it's basically unfortunate that you have to go through this violence. And, um, you know, Chris, you need to just, you need to, you need to not throw stones in a glass house because I think you need to worry about more about the listeners that call us up and say they've waited six, seven hours for the police to show up at their house after they were robbed. Would, would you say that's, it's a, is that unfortunate? Is that a misfortune, Chris? I mean, I've talked to police officers and they say we can't, I shouldn't say this. Okay, let's put it this way. I mean, they tell us that there's like, I mean, as soon as they start their shift, they're like 15 deep in calls and they have to prioritize. And apparently people getting robbed, not that high on the list. So why don't you not worry about Jeff Sessions and worry about your own freaking backyard, man? Over it. Then it gets better. Then it gets better. The Tucson police chief. By the way, the 31st, I can, we got to do more on this. Name the 31st worst city in which to live because of the high crime rates and stuff like that that's here. Fresno? No, Tucson. I, no. Tucson. Leave Fresno alone. They're actually It's in higher. California. Yeah. It's all. So here we go. Like three. Chris Magnus tweets out, troubling questions for police chiefs whose departments directly or indirectly assist with immigration enforcement that separates parents from children. Is this consistent with the oath you took to serve and protect? Um, Chris, I'm just wondering. When you, when your officers arrest somebody for burglary, manslaughter, assault, whatever it might be, domestic violence, whatever it is. Do you not think that person should be locked up? You separate families all the time. He writes, is this humane or moral? Does this make your community safer? Ah, I'm glad that he said that. I'm glad that he asked that question. Does this make your community safer? As a matter of fact, uh, it does. It actually does. Uh, see, this is what happens when you do actual research. Do you remember this? I remember us talking about it a while ago, and it just it popped in my head, so I found it again. Uh, CrimeResearch.org. CrimeResearch.org. John Lott's website. Right? Um, new research. The impact of illegal alien on crime rates, all this other stuff, right? You ready for this? Using newly released detailed data on all prisoners that entered the Arizona State Prison. From January of 85 through June of 2017, they were able to separate non-U.S. citizens by whether they're illegal or legal, stuff like that, right? The data, it says here, this data do not rely on self-reporting by criminals. And they came to the conclusion undocumented immigrants are at least 142% more likely to be convicted of a crime than other Arizonans. Undocumented immigrants, based on the data from Arizona State Prisons, going back... 32 years for for 32 years undocumented immigrants are at least 142 percent more likely to be convicted of a crime than other arizonans they also tend to commit more serious crimes and serve 10 and a half percent longer sentences more likely to be classified as dangerous 45 percent more likely to be gang members than u.s citizens so yes chief magnus yes it does make the community more safe where is this freaking guy but again what do you expect? This guy was hired for a reason. The mayor, 
The city council, they knew exactly what they were getting with this guy. They think the same way. The exact same way. You could comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And there's news also about DACA recipients. Do you know how many DACA recipients actually had criminal records but were still granted legal status in this country? Do you have any, any idea? I mean, it's ripe with fraud. We talked to the guy... Was it last year, year and a half ago, Matt O'Brien? He was in charge of this for the government, and he talked about all the fraud that was involved. We'll get to that as well, and you could react about Magnus as well. And by the way, uh, Chris, there's actually actually a Tucson police vehicle sitting outside of our radio station. Maybe it's waiting for me. You know where we are. Anytime you want to pop in, brother, uh, Oracle and Fort Lowell. You know where we are. You know the number. It's unbelievable. I, I, I think they're here for you. Is that what it is? I'll go find out. What did I do? <laughs> trust me. Trust me. The, the police officers at TPD are more on my side than they are on Magnus's side. That's what I've been told. Oh, okay. uh, anyway, we'll, we'll continue. You can react. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, more on this. But all I know is if I was getting torched on the radio, I don't think it's torching. I mean, I'm just giving facts in my opinion. If I heard somebody saying things about me that I believed were incorrect, I would defend myself. You know what? What maybe, if you're just indefensible? Hey, maybe, but may, maybe it's this too. Maybe the chief really wants to get here, but he's going to stay consistent with his six to seven hour wait time. Like maybe he'll be here in six or seven hours um, because he wants to remain consistent. We're off the air. At least I am by then. Anyway, we'll continue. More coming back in six. Here's, here's Fox. In talk. All right, what's up, 942? Do not forget, Beer Club for Men this Thursday. Not only will I be there, uh, Senator, well, wannabe, she wants to be Senator, Dr. Kelly Ward will be at Mr. On's 5. I'll be there 5 to 7. She may be there 4 to 8. I'm not exactly sure. There'll be great food, great specials. There'll also be Mr. On. Um, he's unique. Very unique. You don't have to say anymore, He's man. bald. <laughs> He'll be there. He'll be there. You could ask him about Kim Jong-un also. He'll talk about Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ask him about North Korea and Trump. You want to laugh. You will laugh. Um, you know, he has a good sense of humor. We can almost play the game. Who do you understand better? Mr. Ron or Al Sharpton? You have, are fake news. No, we, we have. We, listen, this, this is, these are things that we do on this show. This is why people don't like us, and at the same time, like us a lot. Anyway, really quick, three things I think you need to know. Rocket man. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, actually, you know what? Real quick, before Trump's speaking right now about the illegal immigration situation, that uh, National Federation of Independent Businesses. Ryan, can you bring that up? If you can... together. Hang on. Only released. Hang on. These are crippling loopholes that cause family separation, which we don't want. As a result of these loopholes, roughly half a million illegal immigrant family units and minors from Central America have been released into the United States since 2014 at unbelievably great taxpayer expense. 1.4 billion a year, baby. How much we're paying for this monstrosity that's been created over the years legislation that nobody has any idea what they're doing they don't even know what it means and you have to see this it's a mile high child smugglers exploit the loopholes and they gain illegal entry into the united states 
putting countless children in danger on the perilous trek to the United States. They come up through Mexico. Mexico does nothing for us. You hear it here. They do nothing for us. They could stop it. They have very, oh, very yeah. strong laws. Try staying in Mexico for a couple of days. See how long that lasts. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Finally, that's why you elected him, because he calls all the BS out. They do no, nothing no. for us, and I see it through NAFTA. I see with the $100 billion plus that they make on trade through NAFTA, one of the worst deals ever made by this country, a disaster. And we're trying to equalize it. And it's not easy, but we're getting there. It's not easy. And we're going to take care of our American farmers, and we're going to take care of our manufacturers and our manufacturing jobs. But they're making unbelievable amounts of money. And that's not including the drugs that are flowing through our border because we have no wall and we have no protection. The drugs that are coming in from Mexico and through the southern border is disgraceful. So we'll see whether or not we can make a reasonable NAFTA deal, or deal doesn't have to be called NAFTA. We can do one-on-one -on -one with Mexico, one-on-one -on -one with Canada. And by the way, Canada, they like to talk. They're our <laughs> great neighbor. They fought World War II with us. We appreciate it. They fought World War I with us, and we appreciate it, but we're protecting each other. There was a story two days ago in a major newspaper talking about people living in Canada, coming into the United States, and smuggling things back into Canada because the tariffs are so massive. The tariffs to get common items back into Canada are so high that they have to smuggle them in. They buy shoes and they wear them. They scuff them up. They make them sound old or look old. No, we're treated horribly. Dairy. Dairy, 275% tariff. So basically, that's a barrier, without saying it's a barrier. And I told them, if they don't change their ways, so we have a tremendous deficit. People say, well, there's really not that much of a deficit. Well, they're not including two things, energy and timber. And those are the two big things yep, when it I've comes to about Canada. That. Now, we have to change our ways. We can no longer be the stupid country. We want to be the smart country. There you go. All right, that's all we need for now. People dig it, man. I mean, enough is enough. And, and that's why you see all these just swamp creatures in D.C., whether they're Republican or Democrat, and they sit back and they just say, oh, Trump's running a, con a concentration camp. He's running a this. Are you freaking kidding me? And again, not one of these damn lawmakers that love attacking an American president, not one of them, actually calls out Mexico for just letting this happen. And let me remind you, Mexico's going to have a new president soon. The four candidates running for president, they were all asked at a debate. We talked about it last month. They were asked at a debate, what would you do if Central Americans want to get through Mexico and get to America? And every one of those candidates said, we'd help them get there. You want to do business with that country? You want to know why, by the way, they want to make them get here? Because they don't want more poverty in Mexico. They have enough of it. Sure, go up to America. Peace out. See you later. Bye. Enough is enough. 
I saw Lynn Graham is the only one that called out Mexico for this stuff. This this morning or last night. That was it. And then there's Trump. These other people are a bunch of sellouts. Hang on, let's go quickly to Bob. He's been waiting a while. Bob, welcome to KNST. Hi, Bob. Hey, how's it? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I, watching you're that welcome. speech. You're I'm, welcome. I'm sitting here, I'm doing the <laughs> last thing, watching that because it's so true. And nobody really realizes it. The reason I called was is because the people that are bringing their kids up to America through our southern Arizona deserts this time of year should all be charged with child abuse when they're bringing their kids with them. Yep. It, it should be, but they aren't charged. But if you and I try to do something like that, Garrett, if we said, I'm going to take my son on a desert trek for 500 miles with one gallon of water and then your son dies, what's, what's the American government going to do to you? Oh, I'd they're be thrown in the slammer. Charged with everything. Be, yeah, and I've... And I've grown up here my whole life and I always wondered why why do we encourage people to come across these terrible deserts this time of year by putting out like blue barrels maybe we should put Mm -hmm. the blue barrels on the other side of the wall so when they get there they have water but they can't get back and they can't get into our country let's get the wall let's get the wall Bob I appreciate it man listen we had a great call yesterday Um, and I'll give you an example you know in Tempe they passed a law say, making it illegal to smoke in your car if your child is in there. They said, I mean, the government intrusion is just unbelievable. And again, I, I'm not against it because growing up in the 80s, I'll never, Long Island, I'll never forget my parents. They were smokers back then. And they'd be driving back from hockey practice. And it's 10 degrees outside. And my parents are smoking as they're driving. The windows are up. It's like Spicoli in there. I get out of the car, smoke everywhere. And I'd be like, I can't breathe. You know, my parents do, shut up back there. That's what they would say. It's just another example of my mother trying to kill me as a child. Um, they've got multiple examples of that, but that's what happened. So I, I get it in that aspect. But what, thank you. But it's just so funny that the government here literally passes a law to stop a parent from doing whatever they want in their car because they need it to be a danger to the child. Uh, yet they have no problem encouraging people to come across the border dangerously uh, with children or people sending children by themselves through, through a, a whole a whole country or two to get here. It's just it's crazy. Um, I have I have some uh, some breaking news to get to you as well. Well, I was going to tell it to you. Oh, I was going to I was going to do. See, we have one more one more quick break, but you want to hear this? We can't wait. All right, we can wait. You want to hear this. You're going to like it. Just in case you thought the Trumpster was getting a little squishy with these two uh, wuss immigration bills coming across, you want to hear this. Things that were said, according to reports, at the meeting between Trump and the Republicans. He met with Republican senators today about immigration, illegal immigration, border wall, I will tell you what apparently he reportedly said. Coming back in four. Don't go anywhere. 952 KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. If he does not receive the full funding, this is exactly what you wanted. Because you know what? He realizes the country's behind us. The country doesn't give a crap about these pictures. Nobody wants bad things to happen to kids. But we also don't want to keep paying for illegal immigrants to walk across the border. We get to pay for everything, and schools are overcrowded, and teachers are overworked and underpaid. We're sick of this crap, man. 
And he realizes it's a win. The country is behind me on this. They want border security. Senator Richard Shelby, another swamp monster Republican, said he considers the $1.6 billion in funding a minimum that could increase during negotiations. And Trump basically, you can imagine, you, in your head, you picture Trump. Yeah, that's nice. $25 billion. $25 billion. So he's told them, I will shut down the government. He said it publicly. He's saying it privately. He's, he's letting them know. Come September, it could be done. Russia's coming up next. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.